my eyes are always looking, really. Even if I'm in, uh, I don't know, wherever I am, it doesn't matter. Even if I look at a car, I'm checking. Maybe I could take a photo of this car. Welcome to Canon Talks, the podcast with uh, Gecko Casimir. Um, welcome, Gecko. We've been meeting each other like, the past two days. You had this uh, nice presentation for a live audience at uh, Canon Talks, uh, which can be seen at uh, Facebook, uh, CanonNederland.nl, and on YouTube at Canon Europe. Uh, and now we hear it in, the, in this podcast. And, Hello, everyone. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, in your case, um, what picture made you decide, if there even is that picture, made you decide to become a photographer? Hmm. Um, it's a difficult question. I think there is no one picture that uh, tried Is there a me. photographer? Um, not even, not even. I, I have to say that I started photography a long time ago. I used to travel a lot with my parents mm-hmm. and we traveled around Europe by car a lot, really a lot. And I was always the one with the camera in the hand and I was taking photos of everything, like, uh, really everything. I mean, pigeons even, and, uh, you know, we used to have this film camera, of course. And Did you have those throwaway cameras or what kind of cameras no, did you No, it have? was, I don't remember the brand. It was some very, it wasn't maybe cheap one, but it was some basic camera. I don't remember the brand. And, uh, you know, with this film camera, I was taking really strange photos sometimes. And uh, when we developed the, the film, we just saw, you know, a pigeon. In the in the photo, and my mother was, wow, why did you take this? Why did you take this? But yeah, I, I just took photos of everything, and this is how it started. And then I just had this vision, and I wanted to. I always I always liked to be in nature mm-hmm. already when I was a kid, and this is this is how it started. And I wanted to take photographs. I I remember, for example, we were somewhere in Sweden. Yeah, um, it was uh, this. Um, day when the sun was uh, not setting or was just at the horizon and I stayed up late. I was like, I think 11 years old or 12 years old maybe. I stayed up late. My parents were still sli- already sleeping and, uh, you know, I stayed up late and I took a photograph just from the from the window of the hotel because, you know, I was I was enjoying the moment and, um, yeah, so this is how it all started and uh, how I, yeah, I have this, have this thing about nature and, and photography. And how would you describe yourself as a photographer? Yeah, cool. Um, I always consider myself as a travel and landscape photographer. Um, my photography um, is in a very close relation uh, to nature because that's the place where I feel comfortable uh, myself and uh, where I can distract myself from, uh, from my everyday life. I have some uh, questions from uh, the audience because we ask people at the Canon Talks uh, live Facebook emission, they could uh, post questions. And uh, this is a question from uh, Costas. Uh, have you thought about quitting your daily job and doing this full time? Because for people who don't know, Geico works at a bank in Germany, in uh, Bavaria to be exactly. And in the weekends mainly and in his holidays, he is a photographer. Um, really appreciated photographer as well. That's why he was like at Canon as a guest at the Canon Talks. But there's always that struggle of time and the struggle of wanting to do more pictures, but you work as well. So that's why Costas have this question. So uh, your thought about quitting your job daily and doing this full time, that, that balance or that decision you maybe have to make. I've been thinking on this for a long time. <laughs> But it's something difficult, you know, one, one step uh, that is very difficult to, to make. Um, but um, the, the interesting thing that I already have had some, some steps in my life that really uh, brought me where I am now. Uh, 
I mean, not only, I mean, not photography-wise, just, you know, in life. I left my country because actually I'm originally from Hungary. Mm. So I, I moved from Hungary in 2008. Um, I, I moved to Ireland. I lived there a couple of years and then Austria, then back to Ireland, then back, back again Austria, and now I'm in Germany. So, you know, I, I had these big moves in my life and I feel like this would be uh, something similar to that. Mm. And um, if I look back to the past, you know, this this brought me some somewhere. Whenever I did a step, you know, it brought me somewhere. So I think probably I shouldn't be so afraid of making this step because, you know, nothing really bad can happen. I mean... Um, What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear, you know, when it comes to that, it's always about... Um, Paying the bills, you know, it's a very important part, of course. We cannot deny that. And uh, this this is my biggest fear. You know, what happens if, you know, I quit my job, I have now a comfortable life, but if I if I quit, then maybe I won't have this anymore and then I'm going to struggle or something. But in the end, you know, as I said, I had, had decisions already in my life and uh, I didn't regret any. So, yeah. I already said something about next year. Maybe I'm going to. Would make it this work move. if you would work? I'm not sure whether that is the case in Germany. But could you work part time and doing this, or is is, is the bill uh, also a problem in that case? I think it wouldn't be wouldn't be a problem. Maybe yeah, it would be also an option. But I really, I mean, part time job, yeah. Could be an option. Could be an option. I didn't really think about this. Mm. Uh, question from uh, Danny: uh, How do you combine your nine to five uh, job with the amount of travel landscape photography you do? Uh, so, in short, how do you manage your time? <coughs> Sorry. Um, this is the most challenging part uh, at the moment. Um, time is something that is really, really—it's uh, a problem. It's, I think, yeah, for more of, uh, for most of us. Um, and it's, you know, sometimes very tiring, very, very tiring because of this uh, Monday to Friday being in the office and then I just, yeah, Friday night, I'm already only preparing myself for the next day, which means I need to wake up even earlier than during the week. What so, time? Um, even three, four o'clock in the morning, very, very early. So just to catch that early light. Exactly, early yeah. light. is That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Early light is my favorite. Sunrise is for me, more special than uh, than sunset. So for me, it's very important to be there in time. So that means sometimes, probably, after working from Monday to Friday, you travel on Friday just to be there on, on Saturday yes, morning. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And then the whole weekend is about shooting somewhere in the mountains or wherever I go. And uh, yeah, I go back home Sunday evening quite late. And then next day I need to work again. So, I mean... I do this quite often, of course, not every single weekend because that would be really, really a killer. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But do you have a partner? I do. I, and what does she or he says? Uh, she supports my uh, my photography. 100%. Does she come with you as well, or? Well, we don't live together, so okay. it's uh, maybe at the moment it's a little bit easier because of this. But uh, she she supports me. Um, yeah, 100%. Because that's the thing, because if you want to see each other and you, you go like, uh, yeah. okay, darling, I'm going to wherever you go on Friday and you come back Sunday evening and you go to work again on Monday. Now, um, I, I really... No movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, we recently did a, just a short trip uh, in the Dolomites mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. And uh, yeah, she's very supporting. I mean, I was there with my camera, of course, wanted to take photos, but she was fine with that. And uh, yeah, she's, I think, happy that uh, happy that she sees me doing what I'm doing. Um, 
Xavi says, uh, or Xaxri it is, uh, what was the first destination that inspired you by its landscapes? A um, long, long time ago uh, was Iceland. But I'm talking about like uh, 10, 15 years. I mean, not long, long time ago, but longer than... Um, I mean, nowadays we see you know, Iceland everywhere, mm. everywhere, wherever you... You know, we want to go on Instagram, for example, you see a lot of pictures from Iceland. But uh, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, there was not, not much about Iceland uh, uh, online or anywhere. There were a couple of photos of what I saw here and there in, in magazines, for example. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I said myself, okay, this is one place where I really want to go someday. And um, I uh, went to Iceland in 2015, the first time, so a couple, only a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then I went back yeah, last year as well. So uh, that was the place what was really first. I mean, I already mentioned a couple of times uh, during these days, uh, Alaska. Uh, but again, Alaska is about uh, because of the nature, you know. And in, in Iceland, you have something similar, mm. real nature, very, very tough conditions. So you like, you like the cold? I like the cold. I like Nordic countries. I like Nordic countries. Somehow I feel I'm, I'm, I'm in a more intimate relation with uh, uh, nature when I'm, when I'm going to these places. And how is the Nordic uh, countries, how are they photographically more interesting to you than, for instance, a warmer uh, country? Um, yes, they are more... Um, they, I like uh, a little bit um, moodiness when you know, the sun is not really shining that much. I mean, the sun can shine and you know, can shine through the clouds and create some beautiful atmosphere. That's, yeah. that's perfect. Um, but um, I rather spend my days somewhere uh, standing on a cold uh, beach than, uh, for example, on the beach in in Italy and uh, drinking a cocktail and waiting for the light. So for you, the cold. And what about the gear? I mean, the gear you got. Do you prep your gear? Uh, you got a camera, uh, EOS uh, RP. Mm-hmm. Um, do you protect your gear specifically for the cold? Um, yeah, there are some uh, um, precautions when I when I go to cold um, um, environment. Uh, it's about the battery. Yeah, battery life is, yeah. is a problem always. Yeah. I mean, uh, wherever I go when it's cold, the battery just uh, yeah loses the the uh, the craft. And uh, I, I like to keep. Well, I need to keep the batteries warm. Of course, that's that's one thing that I always do. Uh, but other than that, I don't do much. I, I think. Uh, these cameras and uh, lenses these days are quite well prepared for, for not everything. I mean, there are to harsh conditions. But harsh as well. conditions, yeah. definitely. I mean, I think I'm not the guy who really takes care of the gear. I I just I just use the gear, and um, you know, can happen that there is some dust on my filters or whatever, or even on the on the sensor sometimes because you know I I just uh, I'm. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I you just go. I just go, and I and they take the photo and just drop the lens back into the bag whenever I want. So yeah, but mm. they, they they yeah they can take this. Uh, this is a question from uh, from Max. Um, how do you learn to master good composition in wide shots? Mm. Yeah, um, wide shots. I, I need to say wide shots are not my favorites. Um, and it's very difficult to find a good composition when it comes to wide shots because uh, whenever whenever you take a photo uh, and and it's a wide angle shot you have so many things in the frame yeah and what i like to do with my photos i like to catch the attention of the of the uh, of the viewer 
And when there is so many things, the viewers just don't know, or the viewers don't know where to see or what to see first. And then the photo becomes something that is difficult to consume. Um, but if I take a wide-angle shot, I always tend to have some interest in the foreground. Some flower, some rocks, some anything that 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 attracts your eye when you are exploring an area. And create a depth. Create well, a depth in the, in, as in well. The picture, a layer. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And adds an interest to the image. Mm. Because if you just take a photo of a nice white scenery, I mean, it's nice most of the time, but you need to add something extra. I feel always, I always also try to do that. You need something extra when you want to create a nice photograph. And how do you decide because you want to create a nice photograph and so you, you're limited in your time, uh, so you can't travel too far in that time, of course. Um, how do you decide where to go uh, to challenge yourself and to, to make that picture you really like with the layers and the light and the scenery? Hmm. How do you do that? Yeah, I always plan my, uh, my uh, trips. Always, always know where I'm going, of course. But... Uh, a lot of things uh, uh, depends on the weather. It's um, needless to say, the weather changes everything, and uh, especially in these places, like in the north or in the mountains, it's just very difficult to plan anything because of the weather. Um, so the plans are there, but I no, I'm not stick to the plan at all. Okay, I'm not stick to the plan at all. And uh, in the end, I think when I go home, my 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 nicest photos, what I really like the most, yeah. are are something that I didn't expect to happen and uh, so you do have a plan but yeah. you're flexible very much mm. yeah. yeah does that what works better for you do you could you work without a plan and then uh, see what you get on location or do you need that plan to go there now I actually do that also quite often I just go without a plan oh, okay um, um, I just go on a hike for example I pick a place so the plan is about just the place I know this place exists I go there and let's see what happens and then just explore the area. I start going up to the uh, to the summit, and uh, I I challenge myself and I see what I can take, uh, what I what I what I yeah see what I see and see what I can yeah. bring home uh, as uh, as photographs. And with what purpose you make the pictures? I mean, what do you do with them? Um, maybe it's a little bit selfish thing, but I also do photography for myself. Of course, photograph. There is a there's a part in photography. Where you want to share your photos with your audience, of yeah. course, that's a big, also a big part. But You've got an Instagram account as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, but um, photography is also important to me because I can somehow distract myself from my from my daily daily life. And uh, partially, I do it for myself. And uh, I print some of my photos. I hang them on the wall, which I really like the most. They are hanging on my on my wall, and. Um, yeah, it, it just you know, it, it just. But a is nice it your feeling. ambition to sell them, for instance, or to yeah. to, to make a I've book? Been selling, uh, I've been selling my photos for a long time. Uh, first, I started out on these stock websites, and, uh, and now I'm registered on different websites where I sell prints. Um, but um, the real purpose is just you know, it's uh, it's somehow comes with my with my personality that I like nature mm. and I like to take photographs in nature, and this is like a like a like a package what I I like to do. And uh, I, I also do it for myself because that's the place where I feel feel good and 
when I take, I'm taking photos, I feel good. And when I can bring home a nice mm. photo, that feels good. That feels good. Uh, question from uh, Fadi. Landscape photography screams uh, wide angle, uh, but you love using your trusty 70-200. You were talking about that. Uh, how do you use your uh, telephoto lens for landscape photography? Um, I feel it's actually very easy. It's very easy. Um, I think you just need to try out more often and you need to practice. I think it makes more sense when you are... Do you use a tripod? I never really use a tripod. No tripod. I'm 99% so. of my photos are taken without a tripod. From the hand or do you put yeah. it on the, glo- on the floor or something? No, or? I'm not really. From I, the I hand, hand, from okay. the hand. I, I mean, nowadays uh, the, photo, the cameras can handle ISOs up to... I mean, Stabilization. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't think you need really tripod except you really go for a certain look. I mean like apertures when you shoot at f11 or f16 maybe you want to put want to use your uh, your tripod and yeah, put the camera on a tripod but other than that i don't don't really use a tripod it's, uh, mm-hmm. for me it's just um, in my way when i'm taking photos i i'm more like a run and gun guy and uh, i i just feel like when i have to hike with a tripod it just You're drives me it. crazy no? but for the for the 7200 you say you just have to use it and uh, get to know, get to know your lens exactly. What it does and Pract- what it doesn't do. Yes, and that's actually an, an, a nice thing when you when you think about it. So this is an EF lens, it's seventy to two hundred millimeter, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, maybe for people who actually are thinking about now uh, upgrading to a full frame camera from an APS-C, um, uh, you know, a seventy millimeter can be quite wide. If I mean, I remember when I used to have a five hundred D, and that time I bought this lens. Um, I was using along uh, um, with this camera, and uh, when I bought my full frame camera, I just realized that seventy millimeter can be pretty wide, and yeah. uh, it just changed the way how I take photos. Oh. So I think, yeah, you just have to have to try it out and practice and uh, and try what works for you the best. But I th- that's my favorite lens. I told many times. And what uh, when you take that picture with your seventy two hundred, uh, for instance, and you go and edit your photos, you edit in in in, in uh, Lightroom. What are you looking for in your edit for your pictures? What do you want to see? I I like to amplify the light somehow in my photos. Uh, for also for this reason, I tend to underexpose my photos a little bit. Underexpose. Yes, underexpose. So you can add it in the editing. Yes, exactly. Is that better than from light to dark? Uh, I feel yes. I feel it is. Um, I have this photograph um, also shot yesterday uh, of the uh, mountain range. It was taken in uh, um, in Germany from the highest peak. It, it's almost like three thousand meter. Um, Zugspitze. That's the name. Um, it was early morning. I was there uh, up for sunrise, and uh, yeah, the sun was lighting or lighting the the top of the peaks. Yeah, created this beautiful glow everywhere. It was a beautiful view, and I think that's a good example. If you underexpose this image, you can really amplify the the light. How the light uh, was glowing on those amazing uh, amazing peaks around you, and. Uh, yeah, I think it's a nice way to to amplify light when you underexpose a little bit. Later, with post-processing, you can play a lot. Gerko, another question from Rick uh, about the Canon EOS uh, RP. How did the mirrorless technology change your workflow? Um, the mirrorless cameras are lighter than the DSLRs. Yeah. And uh, this was one thing that I was uh, really happy about when I held, uh, the f- actually, the first time this RP in my hand. So I felt it was lighter, and I thought, okay, this could be helpful when I'm on a hike. I don't have to carry so much weight anymore. 
And uh, yeah, also also when it comes to the dis- display, I always mention this. I mean, the display of the camera is crazy good. I really like that, that you can... Crazy good. I mean, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, uh, sometimes I even have the feeling that I am using a smartphone because it's just so responsive and I can I can do everything on the screen. It's very easy and very user friendly, and that's one thing why I ended up with Canon at the very big in the very beginning when I started out with um, DSLRs and yeah. Yeah, cameras because the, because a user friendly interface and it's every, everything is just uh, just there and you press it it's and it logic. works. It's very yeah it's very logical when when you start using the menus so. I, I like this uh, about the RP a lot, that everything is just easy to use. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically all I need. I mean, I could have a, a 1DX, but maybe it's, I, I don't need that. I mean, for my needs, uh, the RP is just, just enough and, 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 and yeah, perfect. And, and it has been an improvement. If I, if I compare it to my previous camera, it was a Canon 6D, the, the first, uh, the Mark One. And uh, this one now has uh, better, or higher megapixels, for example, and also slightly better uh, or better and, uh, quality. Instance, you, I know you have ambitions to do wildlife photography as well. Uh, do you feel that uh, the RP can help you into making those kind of pictures as well? Um, yes, it definitely can. Um, I mentioned already a couple of times this thing with the lion. For example, when I was there with the lion, uh, I, I, I was in the strange position and I was uh, sitting on this jeep on the safari and I, uh, I just had to move a little bit down. But of course, if I move my hands down, I cannot move my head down. I mean, it was a very uncomfortable no, position. you don't want him to feed your <laughs> head to him. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I just moved the camera down and then then uh, it, was a, it was a nice situation where I could really use again the flip out screen of the, of the camera and yeah, just tilted the, the screen and then I was able to see what I was doing, which is something great, which, which I was not able to do with my with my 6D because mm. of the screen, and this is a this is a big help. And just one thing, uh, which is also interesting, whenever I go out with other photographers and they use another brand and they look at me doing such things with my camera, I play with the screen a lot. They say, "Ah, okay, this is a very good feature. I, I wish I had that too." Yeah, because you can do really strange angles. Exactly, and it's, it makes everything easier and comfortable and faster. Um, a question from Peter uh, is: What's your strategy in deciding how to how you compose a landscape shot? Hmm. If you have a strategy, or just, yeah. you just go and see, how do you how do you work? I think it also comes with time. I um, I base my composition on a couple of times on, on the rules that we all know, like this one thir- third, one third yeah. exactly. Uh, but you, you don't need to stick to this. Definitely not. Um, no. Um, and you know, whenever you take a photo and you take your next one and you take your five thousandth uh, photo, you already you you just somehow feel it already that what works and what doesn't work. And in the end, maybe the the rule is not there anymore. You don't no. see any 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 rule in that. But uh, the photography or the photo uh, looks still still nice. So it just again, it's about practicing. I think practicing and what. Mm. What uh, feels good to your eyes? The thing is, you, um, uh, you showed you your um, your back and your cameras and your lenses uh, at the Can Talks meeting, and what's actually also in your bag are headphones. Yes, uh, because you use your headphones while you're on a, on on a photography trip. Yeah, well, how, tell me about <laughs> the story about using the headphones because I I, I can imagine as well mm. that one wants to experience the environment when you're there but mm. you say no I need some music yes uh, 
it's an interesting thing. Um, basically, when I'm going to location, I, I most of the time listen to music because it somehow just give me a, a pace and go, give me a, a mood when I'm when I'm traveling to the mountains. Let's say. Um, what kind of music is it? It's more like ambient music. Okay. So slow and you know nice tunes. Yeah. Um, and then that gives me a, a rhythm. And I when I arrive, sometimes I remove the headphones. Sometimes I don't. Okay. But if I remove them, I somehow still feel the tune in my in my in my in my head, and I can somehow have this rhythm. When I take the photo, sometimes I even even sing a little bit, maybe. And uh, it's it's just music somehow uh, comes with nature and and photography all together. It, it gives me also it helps me to be inspired. Mm. When I'm when I'm on the I like on the that. road, I mean, yeah. maybe I thought maybe you use it well when you have to wait for the light for a long time. And you you <laughs> get up at time. three o'clock and you're like at, at the location no, no. at four or five o'clock. For that, not really. For that, not oh, okay. Really. For that, not really. And I also, of course, I love to listen to the sound of nature too. I mean, it's obvious. Uh, birds and uh, other animals. It's really really but interesting it, to see uh, hear them in the morning. It's something great. I like that. Let me see what, I, what else, uh, if I have more questions for you here, because I have plenty of myself as well. Um, the thing is, uh, because I was talking um, to all of you visiting the Netherlands for the Canon Talks, um, when you're here, aren't you inspired to do things in this country, for instance? Because, of course, you're a landscape photographer and the landscape in the Netherlands is flat. <laughs> but, but the question actually is, can you see a picture in any place you go? I can, I can. Even now in the city, I went to the city a couple of days. I mean, yeah, yesterday also, a day before yesterday, and uh, I was uh, I was taking photos, of course, because um, yeah, it's a beautiful city and uh, it inspires me. Also now uh, with the leaves everywhere, with the autumn leaves, the nice colors, and uh, it was a very very quiet day. There was no wind, nothing. And in the canal, yeah. the water was very, very uh, still, and uh, yeah, it was beautiful. So, how how do you challenge yourself to make those pictures uh, stand out? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you just just don't just yeah. take a picture. You want to take a picture, exactly, exactly. So you take your time. You, you look at it. Maybe you have a story in your mind or whatever. So, how do you help yourself to to st- to make it stand out? Um, what I did actually now in the last days, I I was in the city center. I took this photo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just I, I took it from from quite close to the ground, and uh, somehow when I went home, I checked the photo. It was actually taken by my phone or on my phone. And I went home, I just saw okay, this is not right. And then next day I went back okay. and I and I took another shot, and then I liked that more. So I even you know like to go back to, I mean, city is not my place really. No. And maybe that's why I'm struggling a little bit whenever I need to take a photo in the. But you in go the, back. You have. But a, I go you, exactly. You have a purpose. You're exactly. not satisfied. Exactly. I'm but, always looking. You know, I'm always looking. When I'm in, in in here in Amsterdam, I was there. I was looking. I was checking what I can what I can take a photo of. Um, my eyes are always looking, really. Even if I'm in, I don't know, wherever I am, it doesn't matter. Even if I look at a car, I'm checking. Maybe I could take a photo of this car, even. I once talked to Bruno D'Amici. He's a photographer in Italy, and he uh, takes lots of pictures of wolves, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes into the mountains, and, he, and he tr- he's trying to look for pictures. And sometimes he said, I've seen this picture so many times in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun is uh, setting down, and, and there's this, this, this deer on the top of that mountain with the backlight. And I just... I have to wait for that moment to come because I see that picture over there. 
do you have those kind of feelings as well sometimes when you're in a mountain you say okay oh i hope i have this situation with the, the light from the back has to be a bit gold maybe something in front of it and some clouds so to 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 to, mm-hmm. to make it really si- do you have those kind of i used to, to have yourself? it yeah i used to have it but i gave up why <laughs> because it's very very difficult i mean the perfect conditions are very rare i think Even though I'm I'm living quite close to the mountains, I go there quite often. Still, I feel like uh, I have to come back again because the conditions were not not nice. But uh, yeah, I used to have this, but now I I just feel I go and something is going to be nice that 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 makes me happy and I can take a photo of uh, whatever happens. Mm. Yeah, we went to the mountains with one of my friends a couple of uh, weeks ago, and it was raining all day. We didn't expect the rain at all. It was raining all day. We still did the hike in the rain. We got soaked completely yeah. but we took amazing photographs even f- of each other and the leaves and the, the the forest it was a nice foggy foggy mood that day it was amazing so again an unexpected um, journey in the mountains I, i didn't expect that at all and in the end we we went home with amazing photos is there a, um, not from yourself but from an other photographer is there a picture that uh, comes to mind when i ask you um What picture inspires you? Um, I I like photos that are taken in some place that I have never seen before, in a location that I've never seen before. And um, uh, lately, uh, yeah, I saw lots of pictures taken, for example, by Chris Borkard. Um, he is visiting, yeah, I'm sure many people know him. He's been visiting many countries. I mean, he's here this week and today and the next day he's somewhere else anyway he's visiting places that are very very interesting okay like in russia and alaska and i don't know in iceland I even there i know him chris borkart you say yeah okay just talk and uh, so places yeah that probably have not been explored yet i would love to go to these places and take photos there and uh, yeah bring home these photographs uh. so when you look at his pictures it it, it does it I mean, how does it help you for your pictures? Or don't you look like that? Um, definitely inspirational inspiration what he's doing. He's really, really into this uh, adventurer photography, let's say. Mm. And uh, it, I think it also helps helps me to, to, to decide where I go and why I go and what photos I, I want to take. Um, Yeah, basically, basically that's it. Do you um, like um, spreading your photos so people... Because the, the, the moment you show your pictures to the world, you know the world is going to think something about your pictures. Was there a time when you just started out maybe uh, that you were like af- afraid of doing that? Or was it always, no, have a look. That enthusiasm, the passion you have. Hmm. I think when I was smaller, I mean, yeah, I, I maybe I didn't mention, but I bought my very first DSLR in 2008. And at that time, I was okay with that. I, I was happy to share my photos. But before that, when I took a photo with the family somewhere, and for example, my mother wanted to show my photo to someone, I said, no, no, don't show oh, it, don't okay. show it. <laughs> But uh, whenever I started to do, I mean, let's say real photography uh, with, uh, with, my, with my DSLR, yeah, um, it has changed somehow, yeah, or since it has changed. And 
I don't have this uh, feeling anymore. I, I like to share my photos with people and I love to have feedback, even if it's something negative. I, I love to love to have negative feedback because really that helps you to improve. When you're 100 years old, because you're going to turn 100 years old, and you look back upon your uh, photo career, uh, what would you like to see? Hmm, many places that I visited. I think that's 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 very important. Of course, the photographs as well. I mean, yeah, I, I go there to take photos, but it's also about the adventure, about 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 traveling and seeing the world and seeing other cultures and seeing other places and see what what we have here on planet Earth. Thank you, Gerko Kasimir, and as I say in your language, vielen Dank. And I hope you enjoy your photography career for quite a long time, at least until you're 100 years old. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot. <laughs>